This week's episode of Tata Z is brought to you by Stanley Chester and Albert Ceramics. Don't know if y'all know this about us, but Gab and I love adorable pottery. Definitely, especially when they're mini and cute. We have these itty bitty ramekins that we use all the time. We were so excited when Bethany Russin, the owner of SCA, huge Swifty, and longtime listener, reached out to partner with us for this episode. Stanley Chester and Albert is a handmade pottery company located in West Philadelphia. Powered by coffee, snark, and internet memes, they specialize <laughs> in functional pottery such as mugs, bowls, and planters. One of our faves is their This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things mug, which is super fun. Oh, so good. <laughs> their designs are inspired by their love of mid-century graphic design and typography, weird images, and quote, too much time on the internet. (laughs) All of their pottery is dishwasher, microwave, and food safe, which is huge for us. Big, big for us. You can check out their goods at stanleychesteralbert.com or their Instagram at stanleychesteralbert. You can also follow the link in the episode description. You can use the code SWIFTY10, that is S-W-I-F-T-I-E-1-0, for 10% off any purchase in the shop. Thank you so much, Stanley, Chester, and Albert, for sponsoring this episode. Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about I Almost Do from Red. From Just Red. Just Red. (laughs) And today, we are discussing the song I Bet You Think About May, (laughs) featuring Chris Stapleton from Red Taylor's version from the vault. Woohoo! Taylor's version is finally here! We have it. We have it. It's been the best weekend of all time with Taylor's so version. So many emotions. So many emotions. So many surprises. Yeah. Just one thing after another. It's been oh. full of content. Oh, just amazing. We, we have our work cut out for us. With the content to bring to you guys from all of this extra content. <laughs> so much good stuff. I Bet You Think About Me is the 26th track on Red Taylor's version. Red Taylor's version was released on November 12th, 2021. Red was originally released on October 22nd, 2012. This song was co-written by Lori McKenna. This song was released today, November 15th, as a single on country radio, and Taylor dropped a surprise music video to accompany the single. Yes. It is so good if you've not checked it out. And this is our first time ever having a song where the release is like live real time we're recording the day we're releasing like real time like it's a little suspicious (laughs) we've never done that before i mean she is releasing i bet you think about me as a single it is literally the next song in the alphabet for us yes so it's not like we're moving around or anything no it it is it was our next alphabetical song and if taylor had released the album the on the original date instead of pushing it a week yeah we would have missed it we would have missed it, and we would have to, you know, go back. Yeah. So it all worked out perfectly, and we get a music video to talk to you guys about. Exactly. It's very exciting. And also, because it is a vault song week, 
That also means that you will be getting another vault song that we pass alphabetically later this week. Yes, indeed. There's a little tease. May or may not be, better man. May or may not be. So, Devin. Mm. What do you think about I Bet You Think About Me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, so this song, I had no idea what this song was going to be like. I love the vault songs Mm -hmm. for that reason. And I'm really glad that I, you know, didn't delve too deeply into unreleased songs of Taylor's. Mm -hmm. I know that they're out there. I know that they're in the interwebs. I like going into these new re-recorded albums kind of blind especially with the vault songs but also a lot of the vault songs are not like from the leaked unreleased Mm, songs okay i think the only time where that will really come into play will be on debut Mm, maybe a couple things on other albums but so far it seems there's only been i think one or two that people have previously heard different versions so this song had never been heard no wow okay cool so i am very excited that this song exists. Absolutely. I mean, what a wild journey, you know, featuring Chris Stapleton. And Chris Stapleton is an incredible country singer. And we're going to talk a little bit about him in Gossip Gab. I didn't know, like, what he was going to do on the song. I didn't know how much of the song he was going to have. But his harmonies add just this extra hint of sass mm-hmm. to this song. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just his twang. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's their harmonies together. That just sounds so good. But I love his voice on this track. Mm -hmm. This is an incredible song. It is obviously depicting the thoughts of a scorned woman. (laughs) (laughs) And that woman so happens to be Taylor Swift. And so when you have scorned Taylor Swift, she will write a song about you talking about all of the things you did to her. (laughs) (laughs) This does not disappoint the first verse is amazing we have a 3 a.m reference i know we've talked about 2 a.m references before and it's getting a little later it's getting a little later so she's she's up a little bit later now Mm -hmm. she's a little bit older yeah maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) the first verse so good she sounds amazing i love the little hint of yeehaw taylor Mm -hmm. in her i think that's a throwback for her fans Mm -hmm. and i think also you know she released this on country radio today as a single she still wants to live in that realm in some capacity yeah and i really think that that's cool and i really think that it shows that still she transcends genre yeah absolutely and obviously we've seen that with folklore and evermore most recently but going back to these albums, Fearless, Red, and having them now in her version, it shows that literally she can create music in any genre she yeah. wants. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. All nine of these vault tracks are just so good. Yeah. The <laughs> at the end of the first intro, like uh-huh. the intro there, where she says, and they think that she's much better than me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, <laughs> so good love it love it then you get the amazing harmonica playing by josh kaufman i looked him up Mm. love the harmonica on this track so fun i love the line when you realized i'm harder to forget than i was to leave so so good scathing incredible i love all of the third verse comparing how he grew up to how she grew up and i love the line laughed at my dreams rolled your eyes at my jokes Mm -hmm. great turn of phrase i love the line i don't have to be your shrink to know that you'll never be happy (laughs) yep i mean come on 
And then the outro is just so brilliant. And the line, in your house with your organic shoes and your million dollar couch. (laughs) When you say, oh my God, she's insane. She wrote a song about me. Wow. (laughs) I mean, who on earth could this song possibly be about? (laughs) I have no idea. So... So, so, so good. And I do have an idea, but, you know. <laughs> Side note, listeners. Side note. <laughs> if it's a little clear who this song is about. Yeah. I feel this little twinge of like, wow, he had a really, really crappy weekend. <laughs> I mean, probably, but also like, <laughs> I don't. I really don't, but. Air out your grievances, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also think that it's interesting. So we just did I Almost Do. Mm-hmm. And you know how the first verse, it's I bet. And I bet you think about me mm-hmm. in a totally different context to this. because mm-hmm. I bet I you almost, wonder about me. Yeah. yeah. And I almost do. She, like, feels hurt. No, she can't go back. She there. can't go back, but she doesn't, I don't think that she has animosity towards that person. And I almost do. Not yet. Not really. And so in this, in this one, in this one, it's definitely she wants him to think about her all the time. Yes. Because... It is like a ghost. And well, this is like anger. Like, I'm going to let you have it. And boy, when we have the music video. So good. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh, what do you think about this song? This song is so biting and I love it. Mm, That's a good adjective. Thank you. For me, it feels that the song is the through line of picture to burn Taylor now in her (laughs) early 20s. And kind of like that, the trajectory in there and like the like tear it all up kind Mm -hmm. of feeling. You know, I just, I love Petty Taylor. Mm. I just... Love it. The song, as you've mentioned, had so many fantastic one-liners, and it's just really fun to sing along to. Very cathartic. I also love the country twang to it, and I think that Chris Stapleton was a great collaborator to have on this song. He definitely, like, adds to it and gives it that more country feel. And my guess is that it didn't make the original red because it was to country and she was kind of moving away from that Hmm. a bit. Even though Red was called a country album, there's a lot less country Mm. songs Mm -hmm. on this album. For sure. So I feel like that's part of why she didn't release it originally. Gotcha. But it is interesting what you said about I Almost Do and that sometimes you wonder about me that those ideas, she was still thinking of those Mm -hmm. things. This is just a different phase. This is the anger phase that we've talked about before. But yeah, this song is really well written this song oh you know so good we talked about how best days of your life is not as great of a diss song like mm-hmm. this one is a fantastic one there are just so many specific and pointed one-liners and they're just so <laughs> good and i feel like she covers most of her grievances with this person in the song oh yeah, yeah. so some of the lines you kind of talked about too you laughed at my dreams rolled your eyes at my jokes and now you're out in the world searching for your soul scared not to be hip scared to get old Mm -hmm. and then obviously the end with when you say oh my god she's insane she wrote a song (laughs) about me like it's so good it's so fun and she's like going not through like all the things that this person did to her, that this person's insecurities were, and also that, like, all of the things, like, before they can say it about her, she's saying it herself, you know? Like, oh my god, she's insane. Like, yeah, I'll own that. Yeah, and that she's thinking back on all the things that this person did, that she's like, that was wacky. Like, you were so weird. Yeah. Like, organic shoes. 
like a book that tells you like how to live your life that I have never read. Like, what are you doing? Your friends are all just like not nice to me. And well, I think it's also just like you were so pretentious and talked down to me. And I yeah. think that there is really nothing worse than people who talk down to others. For sure, there's it's never called for. Yeah, it never is. Everyone has different knowledge about like different topics. So if, even if someone doesn't know as much about you in one specific topic, it doesn't mean you're better than them. No. And so I think like pretension and talking down to people is so awful. And then in a relationship, there's nothing worse than when your partner makes you feel small and insignificant yeah. Yeah. and belittles you like that is awful. And that's like the, you laughed at my dreams, rolled your eyes at my jokes. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Awful. So Ugh. I love this song. I think it's going to do great on country radio. Oh, yeah. I think this genre, like scorned woman dissing man on country radio does extremely Very well. Very well. <laughs> Very well. It gives me Carrie Underwood vibes of uh, I put a key in your car or whatever. I keyed your I car. I dug my key in the side of your pretty little souped up four wheel drive. Yes. Before he cheats. It's so Yeah, good. before he cheats. Yep. The music video for I Bet You Think About Me came out this morning and it was written by taylor and blake lively and directed by blake lively which is so cool i love their friendship so fun it also co-stars miles teller and you can see aaron desner playing guitar on it love the aaron cameo also fun fact the bride in the video is miles teller's actual wife credited as kaylee teller wow that's his real wife wow i know it's fun for them to do that together you know yeah so Devin. yeah this music video yep (laughs) wow we actually postponed recording the episode until we could watch the music video because we needed to see this music video yes it is just so good taylor looks absolutely freaking amazing Mm -hmm. every outfit that she's wearing the red is just incredible one of our guests on the podcast sarah taylor swift style has a whole bunch of posts about all of the different outfits from the music video. So you guys should all go check out her Instagram and check those out. Mm -hmm. It's really fun to see where they're from and what they are. She's been working hard this weekend. This weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The plot of the video is amazing. Just the fact that he's at his wedding and all he sees is the ghost of Taylor, basically, just (laughs) haunting his wedding. (laughs) So good. Like, he sees her everywhere. You know, she's the the caterer. She's the maid of honor. (laughs) She's, like, the cool aunt, I guess. Like, teaching the kids how to raise the middle finger, too. Like, that part's so good. She's, like the stranger like licking the cake before anybody gets the cake (laughs) and that moment's so great where she like eats it and throws it at the wall (laughs) so so good in the scene with the kids it looks like she has her hat from the red tour yeah the top hat the top hat i think it is and she pulls uh, a rabbit out of it maybe hinting at wonderland i don't know oh my god 1989 maybe you're clowning clowning that's me it's part of our job (laughs) the frames where she's walking towards him in the white gown on the dance floor are stunning yeah those shots blake lively like holy moly just an absolutely phenomenal job Mm -hmm. with this music video and and that scene specifically and then when she walks away and it turns red and she lets her hair down Mm -hmm. and the thing falls and her band is there and she's the entertainment at the (laughs) wedding and all the guests are dancing to her and whatever and he's just there the whole time just like so melancholy and just like i have no idea what's going on like is this real life i'm seeing her everywhere it's great it's impeccable scathing (laughs) she gets the last word of course yes 
And then, like, Chris Stapleton was not in the music video at all. Well, why do you think that is? I mean, I think it's probably because he was busy winning six CMA awards (laughs) this Hmm. week. So he's probably been promoting that and doing all sorts of press and whatnot. It could be. Because he's doing really well on his um, new album and single. So he's probably a busy man. Could be. You know. Could be. Maybe he wasn't in New York. Yeah, true. I mean, especially with COVID times for the music video. Do you think this was the video that was being shot in her apartment? I think it was elements of this video and also maybe elements of All Too Well, but probably not. Hmm. There were probably certain things because the TikTok that showed the clothes that she wears, I think, was in her apartment. Mm-hmm. The clothes she wears in the video. Like, they, she did the red TikTok where she shows shoes and dresses and things. Yeah. And one of the dresses was in the video. Yeah. So I feel like maybe part of it. Hmm. And we know um, and we know both she and Blake Lively were in New York at that time mm-hmm. together because uh, the pictures came out of them trick-or-treating together. Right. So it's likely. Pretty cool. What do you think? I mean, I love this music video so much. First of all, I'm in like a major wedding headspace right now, obviously, because we just got married. <laughs> yeah. And also, I was just a bridesmaid in a wedding. So the setting was just perfect. Like, I'm just thinking about weddings all the time. I have a lot of friends getting married. I'm going to be in a lot of weddings. And then each scene and beat is like just shot so well with like the all white and then the contrast of Taylor in red mm-hmm. and her kind of turning everything red as she like touches it. Mm-hmm. And then like making him think about her as she does these little moments the costuming as you mentioned is absolutely gorgeous and she looks amazing in the whole video i'm really glad that we got to see her wear that red dress that she was hinting on Mm -hmm. in the tiktok that i mentioned like it's a gorgeous dress i'm super glad she really looked good in a wedding dress yeah you know i don't think that would be kind of her style of dress Mm. i've thought about it a lot even though i don't think we'll ever actually get to see it when it does happen if it does happen Maybe. There'll probably be pictures after the fact. Maybe. I feel like it'll be very private knowing Mm. Taylor, just given how private that relationship is. Yeah. But she looked really good in a wedding dress. And that scene was just really good. Like, it was beautifully shot. Yeah. And, like, such a moment. And I feel like Miles Teller was also really good for this music video because he kind of gives me, like, pretentious vibes as an actor. (laughs) I, I know nothing about him as a person. Like, I've never even probably watched an interview with him. So I'm only saying this based off of some of the characters he's played in movies. Sure. The fact that my friend has, like, a celebrity crush on him, mm. and I just feel like he's, like, a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like he, was, he plays really well into the role. Sure. And then my two favorite scenes were the cake scene, and then, like, the kind of, like, oops face that mm-hmm. Taylor makes when it's, like, smeared across her face. It's so funny, but also, like... How does she look so cute with cake all over her face? Yeah. Like, so cute. Also, guys, secret fun fact with, like, the cake and when they were, like, writing on it and, like, you could tasting it. Generally, cakes that are that big for big weddings aren't real. Mm-hmm. We, lear- we learned this for our wedding. Our wedding wasn't that big, obviously. But we learned usually just the base is your actual cake and yeah. the pretty stuff that they build up is, like, cardboard that they cover with fondant. Yeah. So they make it all look like it's one cake, but you really only cut the bottom part, and then there's a sheet cake in the back. Yeah, yeah. So technically, she would have only been, like, going into, like, fake frosting. Yeah, it wouldn't have actually been the real cake that she grabbed at it. I mean, I'm sure sometimes wedding cakes are fully created, fully real, especially maybe if the person is, like wealthy enough but it's been really funny for us to learn that because the cake comes on your plate and it's this beautiful flat piece of cake they obviously don't cut that from these giant curved tiers but you know i thought that was just pretty funny yeah and then my other favorite moment in the video you mentioned it too it's when the wedding dress turns red and then she's performing at the wedding but and she sings the line 
that it turned out I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. And her hair falls yeah. down and she's got the red guitar. And it's just like really powerful. Yeah. And it's super empowering. And it's just like, yeah, girl, yeah. you tell him. <laughs> also, side note that this video really made me think of, mm. since her music is so popular to mm-hmm. play at weddings, especially Shake It Off and Lover, yeah. do you think that Taylor's exes put her music on their wedding do not playlist. Oh, that's a good question. For those of you who haven't been planning a wedding for the past three years, which we unfortunately <laughs> did good, fortunately, but it was longer planning than we intended. Yeah. The do not playlist is something that you tell your yes. band or DJ, hey, we don't want songs by this artist played for any reason. Maybe, you know, Devin hates the band or I don't like group dances or you know there's all sorts of reasons why you put someone on do night playlist right or maybe someone has a really bad memory with a song and so i just wonder if any of taylor's exes have to say that or if because they're celebrities people know oh, mm-hmm. but what if they're not celebrities right. some of those exes i'm right. just super curious and it's just you know a thought that ran through my mind like sam of should have said no fame i'm yeah. sure has been at a wedding where Shake It Off is played. For sure. And I bet he's thought about Taylor. Oh, yeah. And so it's just, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Because, like, obviously, they think about her. She's Taylor Swift. She's not, like, hidden. She's right. everywhere. Right. Your ex is Taylor Swift. There's of course no they think about There's no way that her. you cannot think about her. Yeah, she's in the news all she's the everywhere. time. And her music's so popular and good and yeah. on the radio. She's like, yeah. It's pretty funny to me. I also love the part. Where she puts the scarf around his wife's neck and it's uh-huh. also around the veil. Yeah. So it's like she it's looks so, it's so goofy. Oh my god. And they're god. all applauding this scarf. And we all know yeah. the scarf and the significance of the scarf. Yeah, and he's just sitting there like, is this real life? Like, what is going on? Why? Why? He did absolutely yeah, his amazingly great. in this video. Yeah. He is just perfect as like the guy who we all are just like, screw you, man! Yeah, like <laughs> so good. It's so, so well done. Truly, she nailed it. She nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I feel no remorse. None. <laughs> Devin, mm. do you relate to this song? Oh, yeah. Oh, this song is so relatable. I mean, not in the specificity of this song. Mm-hmm. Like, she is incredibly specific. Yes. In how she's describing things. Obviously, the idea of wanting someone to think about you all the time after they messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally relatable. And, you know, they might be moving on with their life or they think they found someone better. But they definitely still think about how funny you are and how you made them laugh all the time, Mm. and how good of a dancer you are, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? It's human nature. I'm honestly surprised that this song didn't make it on the original album. It is fire. It is so good, and it fits perfectly in the narrative of the rest of the album. Yeah, it totally fits. I mean, this fits with so many other songs. There are a couple on Red that you could, like, possibly, like, bump down to a bonus track or whatever and have this be on there instead yeah it's like a little bit more scathing than any of the other songs are Mm. on the album which is interesting so maybe her producers were like no like this is too much like too pointed i don't know or maybe you know she was because she was so worried about the perception of the album back in those days too i mean she still is but it's different because she trusts her fans now in a different way we have such a long relationship with her that i feel like she was definitely probably still worried about like mainstream ideas and like how the album all fit together right and now that we have nothing new that song we have even more insight into really how she was feeling about her career yeah so that sounds so good can't wait yeah me either uh how about you what do you do you relate to this song 
I definitely <laughs> relate to this song. Really? I had no idea. <laughs> it's so funny, these last couple episodes we've had, because they've been around similar t- subject matter in different ways. Yep. So we've totally covered this idea on our Almost Do episode. There is always some part of us, or like our ego... That wants our exes to think about us from time to time mm-hmm. or think about like maybe what they missed out on. For me, this video specifically is pretty funny and relatable considering I was just a bridesmaid in a wedding where my ex from the red time was a groomsman. I mean, in that context, <laughs> how could you not think about me? Yeah. <laughs> you Especially know? with what you were wearing. I looked good, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you look really good. I looked really good. It was a very fun party. And I am, it's just very funny, just given the timing of that experience and Red coming back out Mm -hmm. and then this song being about a wedding. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny. Now we get to the segment of Gossip. Taylor wrote this song with singer songwriter Lori McKenna in McKenna's home when Taylor was playing Foxborough Stadium on her Speak Now tour. Hmm. So the intention was always for this song to go on red mm-hmm. when she wrote it with Lori. Lori McKenna is a huge songwriter in the country world mm-hmm. and has written songs for artists including Sarah Evans, Reba McIntyre, Tim McGraw, Carrie Underwood, and Keith Urban, among many others. Mm-hmm. Some of the biggest songs she wrote were Hunter Hayes' I Want Crazy, oh, so which good. Devin loves that song. Big fan. Faith Hill's Stealing Kisses. Oh, so good. Tim McGraw's Humble and Kind. You don't know that one? Nope. (laughs) And Little Big Town's Girl Crush. Oh, so good. (laughs) Lori McKenna also writes with Liz Rose, so I'd assume that was part of how she and Taylor ended up working together back in the day. Yeah, and fun fact, Liz Rose was also credited on Girl Crush. I know that. Rose McKenna. Yeah, pretty cool. About the song, Taylor told Apple Music, we wanted this song to be like a comedic, tongue-in-cheek, funny, not-caring-what-anyone-thinks-about-you sort of breakup song, because there are a lot of different types of heartbreak songs on Red. Some of them are very sincere, some of them are very stoic and heartbreaking and sad, and we wanted this to be like the one where you're like, I don't care about anything. (laughs) And we wanted to kind of make people laugh with it, and we wanted it to be a drinking song. And I think that's what it ended up Mm -hmm. being. I think they nailed that. And I think it's just so interesting why that take didn't end up on the original album. Again. But I also think it's part of the story she was telling, because she was telling the story about this breakup and this red relationship, but then the ending is about finding this other relationship and begin again. So right. I think that, like, that narrative, maybe there wasn't r- room for this. In the original song. 13 songs, yeah. Because yeah. for Taylor, that's actually a pretty short album. Yeah. Now. <laughs> now. I know. Gosh, 30 songs. 30! There are many lines in this song that seem to point to public enemy number one <laughs> this week, Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, Jakey G. Specifically, the lyrics... I bet you think about me when you're out at your cool indie music concerts every week. Calling back to the lyric and we are Mm -hmm. never, ever getting back together, you'll hide away and find some peace of mind with some indie record that's much cooler than mine. Mm -hmm. As well as calling him Mr. Superior Thinking. And the lyric, you laughed at my dreams, rolled your eyes at my jokes, is reminiscent of Begin Again. I think it's strange that you think I'm funny because he never did. There are lots of little lines in here that point to other songs that we know are about Jake. Mm-hmm. Little zingers here and there. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, like, none of this has ever been confirmed, but we know she dated Jake. 
We know that All Too Well is about him. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that points to that. And so, and a bunch of other songs on this album we know We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together is. So, The Moment I Knew. The Moment I Knew. It's all about this same story and this same narrative. Yeah. I cannot confirm if Jake Gyllenhaal grew up in a gated community in Beverly Hills. (laughs) But apparently everyone has been Googling it today because it came up in, like, all I had to say was, did Jake Gyllenhaal live? And it all came up. (laughs) And he did grow up in Los Angeles. And his parents were already established in Hollywood as a director and screenwriter. Mm. So I don't know about Beverly Hills, but it's likely that he had a privileged Mm. upbringing, Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you will. And then finally, the lyric. Our favorite. With your organic shoes and your million dollar couch, TikTok user at... Latante3, L-A-T-A-N-T-E-3, posted an old clip of Jake Gyllenhaal on The Letterman Show talking about these special shoes that he uses to run in. And then in that same interview clip, he also mentions a book about the topic, which I think relates to the lyric, oh, they sit around talking about the meaning of life and the book that just saved them that I hadn't heard of. Mm. It's all just very spot on, very pointed. Like, Mm. you guys have to watch this little clip of this interview. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny, especially the organic shoes and just calling out those stupid things. Like, there are things in every relationship that you just, like, can't believe about the person. And to call them out specifically is super funny. Yeah. And just brutal, also. Brutal. And brilliant. The outro of this song is, I think, the best part of the whole thing. It's so good. It's so good. And, like, I'm just thinking, you know, we kind of touched on this earlier, but, like, what he's thinking this weekend. Like, how could he not think of her? And also, throughout all of his, like, career and time, how could he not think of her? Like, you know, I know celebrities, he doesn't seem to have a social media presence, so I know celebrities aren't on the internet as much as we are. Do they never listen to the radio? Are they never at a party? Like her, she's pervasive. She's yeah. so popular. Yeah. And she's produced so much in the last two years. How could he not? Right. He should make a statement about like something, you know, and, yeah. and be like, be like, oh, Taylor, like amazing job with this song and or like with this album. I don't and, know like... if that would work, but I think he should like <laughs> play along. So yeah. like, what I was saying to Devin is when Mr. Perfectly Fine oh, came right, out, right, right. Sophie Turner put a thing up on, I think, Instagram or maybe tweeted uh, about the song. She goes, I mean... It's not not a bop. Right. And that was like a perfect, hilarious way to respond to it. Yes. Also because it's so in the past and they're friends now, so it's a little different. Right. But if Jake could play into this, this would actually probably be like great publicity for him because everyone's talking about his name. I haven't thought about him other than in the context of Taylor in years. Maybe since the Spider-Man movie, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 right. You know, I'm not like a Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Like I used to think he was cute and then, you know... Yeah. Everything happened with Taylor, and then I didn't think he was cute anymore. Right. He was great in the revival of Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah, he was good in that. Was that good. was a great show. Great show. But so, you know, I don't regularly think about Jake Gyllenhaal, and his name has been trending all weekend. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't, like, obviously, I'm not a PR person, but I just feel like there'd be <laughs> some kind of fun way for him to be like, okay, guys, I get it, and yeah. play along in a fun way where he's like, I'm not that pretentious asshole anymore, and I think he still is. Like, he should post a picture of him just, like, wearing the scarf now. Exactly. And be like, be like oh, the scarf is still great. It in- still smells like you. <laughs> yeah. Like, in today's internet viral TikTok day and age, yeah. like, something like that would do great, and he would get so much attention, and I guess he doesn't want the attention or need it, like, he's a movie star, he gets paid well, but, like, yeah. I just think it would be super smart, like... I, there's ways to spin everything these days. Yeah. 
And I think the fact that he doesn't respond and he doesn't answer questions about Taylor in interviews and he like no comments, all of it plays into this narrative of how he thinks he's superior, yeah, better, and, and how he's a total jerk. Yeah, and I think Which that he is. It seems like he is. Oh my god, and I'm so curious about his girlfriend. Oh. You know, because of the end of all tour, uh-huh. which obviously we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, Oof. it's all current There's events so right much. now. There's just There's so, so much going on. But I wonder about her and what she's thinking. Yeah. She's 25. So like, how is she not on the internet? You right. know? Oh, there's just so much. Yeah. It, there's a lot going on right now, everybody. Yeah. So it's like a, a really fun time for Gossip Gab. Though, yeah. Great you know? time for Gossip Gab. <laughs> so Devin, hmm. what's your favorite line of this song? How can I pick one? So there's so many. There are so many zingers. It's so good. But. Of course, I have to give it to, I bet you think about me with your organic shoes and your million dollar couch. <laughs> I haven't heard a line like that in, I don't know how long. Like, I mean, ever? Ever. I mean, that is just so good. It's so funny. And just like, I mean, it's just so specific. If it is about Jake, he would know that this is exactly about him and he probably still has those shoes. That's the funniest part. Is that, like, with these really specific things, if he is seeing these lyrics and knowing the song, like, thinking about someone getting you, like, reading you like that. Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite lyric? Okay, I'm going to do two because I didn't actually talk about, like, my favorite lyric, which I did talk about a little bit. Okay. I love the line that it turned out I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. Yes. I love that. Anyone who has a really high sense of self who, like, feels, you know disrespected in a breakup like feels that long mm. you know like it might have been easy for you to leave me but i am hard to forget oh, yeah. and i think everyone wants to feel that way oh yeah you know oh yeah so obviously i love that line and then my other favorite line which we didn't touch on is i don't have to be your shrink to know that you'll never be happy <laughs> That is a brilliant, brilliant line, especially paired with the part about how he's like aging and trying to be hip, like mm-hmm. that line that comes right there. Just the idea of like, she knows his fears and idiosyncrasies oh, and yeah. she knows like, you'll never be happy. And like, obviously she's like saying in this song that's about her, but also just like reading him like that. Like, I know all your stuff. You've got a lot of your work. Yeah, about. exactly. That yep. is a really, really great line. Oh, so good. Okay, Devin. From one to ten, vault songs from Red. What do you give? I bet you think about me. Oh my gosh, it's so new. Yeah, I know and, it's really hard wanna, to read. So new. I want to like jump on it and be like, yeah, this. But mm. I, you know, I there are so many other and so many other vault songs. Yeah, yeah, that it's are true. Really, really good. I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. I would like to give it a ten, but I don't think that. I like it as much as some of the other Vault songs. Yeah. So I can't give it a 10. I feel that. You know? Mm-hmm. A current 10. Yeah. It's really good. It's so good. It is, it is so good. <laughs> what about you? From 1 to 10 Vault songs from Red. I also give it 9 Vault songs from Red. Cool. I really like it. I think it's hysterical, witty, smart. I love the music video. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it, but there are other Vault songs I also mm-hmm. like better. Yeah. In this music video, everybody, if you've not watched it yet, go. Yeah. It is, it, you will, oh my gosh, six minutes of pure amazing. And just fun. Yeah. Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tay to Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. 
What did you think about this music video? Mm -hmm. Did you like it? How has Red Taylor's version been going for you? Mm -hmm. What are your favorite vault songs? Mm. We want to hear it all. Please, please let us know your thoughts. And be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you get a moment, please leave us a positive five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can find exclusive bonus content as well as one-on-one messaging on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Podcast or the link in our bio on Instagram, or the link in this podcast description. We currently have our monthly Q&A and Better Man, Little Big Town version episodes on there with much more to come. Yes. Interested in hearing about songs we already covered that just came out on Red Taylor's version? They will be covered on the Patreon. They will be on there. All of our thoughts. Thank you to all of our new patrons, Ashley Sean. Ingun Markowitz, Jordan Nash, Marshall Lane McGee, Caroline Francois, Jessica Hutter, Owen Mackin, Callie I, Emily Hugo, Hilary Davies, Brittany Perlmutter, Caitlin Carlton, Alan Bass, Jesse Sanders, Blue Magnetic Knight, Mona NJ, Valentina Paredes, Jessica Parham, and Heather Teague. Woohoo! Thank you thank all you, so much! Next episode, we'll be covering I Did Something Bad from Reputation. I am so excited. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been K to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.